Okay, kids, it's time to take your seats. The bell has rung, and that means that Anime 1A is back in session. I am your student, Chris Daly, and this week's guest professor is the incredibly talented Rico Fajardo. Rico, how's it going, man? Going good, man. I'm chilling. Uh, oh, is this so we're doing this in the format like there are students out there? You're all well, late. Ba- basically, all yeah. Late. <laughs> yeah, basically, I'm I'm kind of the student. Anyone else listening or would be the students, and you're the teacher this week. Ah, excellent. Okay, yeah, cool. Right? I can, I can, I can. I like this uh this role play. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, so we'll start things off um with an icebreaker question. This week's question, what was your favorite breakfast cereal as a kid and what is your favorite breakfast cereal now? Oh, dude, as a kid. Okay, so I grew up um people that know me and I'm not this isn't a sad sack story. I grew up really really not like well, we had a lot of means, pretty pretty poor. Sure. Um so we would get the knockoff whatever. Right. But um, like, so, you know, instead of Fruit Loops, it'd be like happy circus circles or something. Or if like it was, you know, <laughs> like uh, shredded mini wheats, it'd be like uh, tiny uh, snow squares, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, point being is that uh, my favorite, and I love the commercial too, I remember, was uh, Flintstone Fruity Pebbles because okay. they were just, that was like, I love rice anyway. So it was like yeah. crispy rice, but sugar. Like, dang, that's all I need. So um, anyway, they had the knockoff version of that, which essentially just when you added milk or whatever, it would it would turn into just like this slurry of um, yeah. of sugar, which was delicious. And it was all multicolored. So that appealed to the, the kid brain in me. But um, <clears throat> yeah, the 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 after the aftermarket <laughs> fruity pebbles that I got, I forget what they were called, probably like, I don't know rainbow stones or something stupid but like if you put uh when you put those in with uh and uh, so again this is, like i said not not a sad sack story but not even like yeah. having milk but like powdered milk plus aftermarket cereal equals yeah. like freaking an explosive compound of some kind. <laughs> um super yeah. mush yeah super mush that that is what i was used to eating <laughs> uh, what was it on the simpsons like uh now uh milk now with vitamin are and you're like yeah anyway yeah. Uh, yeah 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 um but yeah man so i would say uh for for everybody that 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 gets the the thing uh understands you know pop culture it would be it would be Fl- flintstones fruity pebbles barney <laughs> what about now what's your favorite breakfast cereal now or if you oh, don't eat right. cereal like now favorite? yeah like i don't like, dude i don't like eat cereal tomorrow now. morning I've, I've grown out of it kids <laughs> why are you still eating okay. cereal you should be you should be at work drinking a coffee and, and eating an energy bar. Actually, that's that's not too far from the truth. Typically what I do is uh, I will have like a cup of coffee um, or like a cup of tea uh, just to get my belly going in the morning yeah. and like a, a breakfast bar or like a, um, I really like those, um, they're like the super thick uh, builder bars. Like the oh, okay. ones that have like 20 grams of protein. Yeah, like the Cliff Bars sweet. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Powerful. Um, those nice. ones are good. Um, but if I, if I'm sitting down with you and we're getting breakfast, I get a breakfast burrito all day long. All right. That's good. That's a good option. Yeah. Um, I'd say for me, it was probably lucky charms for sure. Or like, well, kind of like you, the knockoff oh. ones, but sometimes the knockoff one tastes just as good, if not better than the name brand one, you know, sometimes so if Some, you got not lucky, all the time. Yeah. Def- oh, definitely not. I wonder, <laughs> my, I like when they have to find the, uh, like the characters or rather than like you know lucky the leprechaun it's got to be whatever some other kind of uh like you know cheap knockoff uh, like probably like horribly racist against like the Irish. like right away like what is this i'm like you know what i mean like what would it be what would what would the do you remember what what your 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 uh lucky charms like knockoff thing was 
Or was it an no, animal? I, no, it, I think it was, um, it was, it was, I remember just because I'm kind of a fan of pirates. So it was pirate themed marshmallow mateys. All the, like the pieces were like marshmallow mateys. Yeah. Man. Oh, that's awesome, dude. I love <laughs> yeah. that. Marshmallow mateys. Yeah. Well, thank goodness it wasn't like in my mind, I thought of like the, uh, the horror movie leprechaun and I thought they just did that, but for cereal. Or like Scary. Blarney, Blarney, the Irish gentleman. <laughs> he just looks so happy on the cover. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Now, though, you know, I don't like kind of like you. I don't eat cereal that much, at least during the week. Sometimes on the weekend, I'll I'll get it like uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Captain Crunch. Oh, or something yeah. Like that. Saturday but, morning uh, cartoons. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but usually it's a lot of toast. Breakfast burrito sometimes, but it's a lot of toast, like peanut butter toast. Just oh, that's good for that extra protein, kind of like my, your Cliff Bars. My brother does that. He's a he's got, he got a couple of nephews, and the morning jam, no pun intended, is usually just like a piece of bread loaded with a P, PB and J or some kind of butter and peanut like butter plus jam, whatever. Like just yeah. put some put some uh, delicious sugary something onto a piece of bread and let's go. <laughs> there you go. Sometimes that's all you need just to get your yeah. day going. Oh, dude, yeah. All right, so. You know, you're you're the man of many voices, many animes, video games, all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. What what was it that got you into anime in the first place? Not necessarily voicing anime characters, but you know, what got you interested in anime in the first place? I mean, I'm the youngest sibling of my my family growing up in the house. And uh my my step siblings are a, a, a bit older and they would bring home movies. My my dad was like a, a you know eighties nineties kind of action flip guy, so everything was like you know Rocky, Predator, uh, freaking the mobster movies like Scarface, like these movies that weren't really meant for kids necessarily, but like right. my dad was like, this is awesome. You're gonna watch Stallone just like <laughs> murder aliens and other people in the ring. Um, uh, so I didn't. I think the kind of the all bets were off when it came to whatever we watched in the house. However, I remember. When my my brother uh, Alex brought home uh, Akira, uh, Akira, mm-hmm. um, my family didn't know what the hell. I remember my brother's like, "Dude, we can't show this to like our parents because they'll freak out." And we're like, <laughs> "Why? What? What does it matter? Is it like you know? Is it like freaking? Is it naughty? Is it is it dirty?" And I was like, "Nah. I mean, well, I don't really know because we don't know what anime was, dude. It was crazy." So like, my yeah. first, I knew Dragon Ball, I knew Sailor Moon. My cousins and I watched Sailor Moon growing up together, and like, but we never had cable again. Like I said, you had to like move the rabbit ears or find the right shape. If you got lucky, the channel would come up where, where you could watch some kind of anime. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, the first touch was watching Akira um, in in our little room. I remember uh, shared with my, my brother and we were clustered around the, the VCR. That's a, a video cassette uh, player, you guys, for those of you that don't understand what that is. <laughs> for the young um, kids. Yes, for the kids and uh, out there. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, like my brother, I think he rented it from like then Blockbuster, another thing that's dating me. But like uh, yeah. we popped it in there, dude. And it was uh, it was bonkers because I'd never seen uh, like, a, a, I guess, a serious quote unquote, like a more, more mature narrative. Uh, and then on top of that, it included all of the like cyberpunk sort of world that I'd never been introduced to outside of maybe yeah. Blade Runner. And even that, I didn't have the head for that at the time as a kid. Sure. But watching it because it was animated, I, I I think I leaned into it a lot more. Um, so that was like really my first real like, holy cow, this is anime moment. Um, and then again, like I said, I'm the youngest, but like, you know, my, my older brother's already like in their 20s. 
12, 13 years old. I'm like, what is happening? Uh, <laughs> that I, I rem- like, uh, there's a very iconic moment where Tasai, the, the rock demon, like decimates the, the Koga ninja team, uh, spoilers, but then like iconic, you know, hand-drawn animation where like he, this dude's head falls on the ground. And then, then a second afterwards, rain dapples all rain of blood dapples over him because he's thrown this double bladed, like instrument through all the trees where they're all waiting, lying in wait. Oh, and wow. it's like, chop, 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 chop. So you see head and then blah, 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 blood. I remember thinking this is, this is like, insane but like i couldn't take my eyes away it was just so enthralling. i loved all the sword fighting and the music was gorgeous and the themes were insane uh yeah yeah so um after that it all was like you know just every everything i could see i think my favorite uh when i was younger was uh and i don't know if i've I've said this on this podcast before so sorry if it is repeat but uh okay um uh freaking ghost in the shell ghost in the shell is like my, my still uh my 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 absolute favorite but uh yeah man that's awesome. And and this particular podcast is still a fairly new one. So even if you said it somewhere else before, good. doesn't count. We're all we're Excellent, all fresh yeah. here. It's all good. Cool, man. Well, so um I want to talk now about maybe some of the favorite, some of your favorite animes, whether you're in them or not, or if you were to sit down and you're in the mood to watch some anime, what are you gonna be watching? Like if you were to go after this, sit down and watch a show, what are you gonna watch? Uh like today, right now. Yeah. Uh, usually stuff that I'm in. So like, okay, fair if, enough. I, if I'm, if I'm able to preview stuff, I'll, I'll try to see things. Uh, and I have a few shows that are in rotation right now. So like, obviously catching up, making sure I'm, I'm up to date on my hair academia. I read the manga, mm-hmm. uh, blue lock. I read the manga, um, Dr. Stone, I've read the manga, like they're, um, you know, fire force. Some of the, some of these shows, black clover, uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. There's a few shows that keep like because I've been in them and my, my character uh, will show up every so often. I want to make sure I'm just ready to go. So yeah. typically if something's coming up, like the black Clover movie that just came out, for instance, uh, on Netflix, I was like, okay, I need to catch up on the show because, uh, the captain of the silver Eagles doesn't speak very often. So like, you know, I, I yeah. just because I'm not in the show, I still need to know what's happening. So, um, yeah, that would be kind of number one priority. Number one is, is the, is the gig is acting. Uh, but number two, um, I, like I said, I, man, I, I feel kind of guilty because I'm like, I've been watching a lot of live action, not guilty because, you know, like for any yeah. reason outside of like the fact that we're on an anime podcast, right? but um, yeah, my go-to is like, I just finished watching Chernobyl um, oh, because nice. of uh, uh, listening to the, the last of us podcast uh, that uh, uh, Troy Baker uh, did with the, the last of us um, crew from H- the HBO show, because I love video games and I'm, you know, watch the show was amazing. Yeah. I love watching video game to, you know, screen adaptation and, and anime adaptation because the One Piece mm-hmm. stuff is coming out. Dude, yeah. I will like, which is by the way, like super excited to watch that. Oh, um, totally. But in regards to if I were to plop down and watch an anime right now, I guess I've only seen the first episode of Demon Slayer. So I feel like I need to catch okay. up on that because I, um, I, you know, just it's one of those things catching up. You never know if there's like a character or something rolling in that you might end up playing. So, yeah. Uh, watching that show is kind of important uh, right now. Uh, what else? Um, man, I really wanted to see that that uh, that rooster one, but I don't know if it's actually out yet. There's that like there's some manga that I know are getting like actually adapted. Um, I'd have to kind of like channel surf a bit, man. To be honest with you, it's oh Vinland, Sa- Vinland Saga looked really good. I um, heard that one's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gosh, I'm like thinking of like what's at the top of my queue right now. 
Um, man, I just need a channel surf, I think. Uh, That's because there, there's quite a few. And I, uh, oh, um, freaking Junji Ito, because I'm, I'm in that on uh, on Netflix. I'm in the, the cat episode, which makes me really happy. But mm, that's it's... a style of of anime and har- the horror aspect of stuff that I don't typically yeah. watch. Um, it's extra creepy, man. Like when I'm watching like yeah. regular horror stuff, I'm like, okay, I get that. I understand the tropes, but uh, anime horror hits it's a little different. But <laughs> it's it's way different. Yeah, horror is one I usually kind of shy away from a little bit too. But I haven't yeah. I haven't seen any. And I mean, I haven't watched a lot of horror anime yet, but I mean, I haven't seen really any that I haven't liked. Like I've had a friend who will say, oh, you should go watch this. And most of the stuff I get recommended isn't stuff that's usually in my wheelhouse, but I'll give it a try. Like um, Jujutsu Kaisen. Totally not not something that's in my wheelhouse typically, but I love it. Mm -hmm. I need it. I I haven't, I haven't watched the new season yet. So I'm, I'm kind of behind on that. Same with um, Demon Slayer. I am caught up on Demon Slayer up to the new season. I only so watched like the watch, first episode. Man. It's dude, it's it's crazy. Plus, after listening to your last interview with my buddy Je- Jesse and his wife, all the shows that you're in, those are all added to my list now. Zombieland and oh, um, dude, Zombieland Saga, Blue, yeah, that and Blue Lock. I've got so many new things I've got added to my my queue now. I'm pretty I, excited. I just got back from LA. I went to the LA Galaxy game and the uh, Crunchyroll like Blue Lock. There's a thing there for that. So I showed up and they let me in the suite with like a lot of the the folks like like who I don't know if they're the team owners, but like just a lot yeah. of very fancy football folks, MLS folks. And I'm like, what am I doing here? But uh, they made me a Jersey man for LA Galaxy. Oh, that's super cool. cool. I got a blue lock X LA Galaxy scarf, which is kind of weird because I live in Dallas. So I feel like I should have FC Dallas, but again, <laughs> I'll take, I'll take whatever I get, but dude, yeah, it's for super sure. fun, man. We're doing awesome. like indoor soccer events. It's, it's hype. Uh, blue, the, the hype for blue lock is very real. Nice. Um, but yeah, and actually, I just got back from from Tokyo, not just actually a little while ago, uh, nice. last, last month, and uh, got to go to um, their big Anime Japan, their big uh, show. That's um, cool. And yeah, the producers for Blue Lock were there. I got to meet my my the crew from Tomochan as a girl because I'm in that show as well. Um, and I got to meet the for the first time ever a seiyu that I work across from, um, Ishikawa Kaito, which was really exciting. That's um, cool. Yeah, dude, it's been. I know I mentioned I said I was kind of been all over the place since. It's, I really have, I feel like this has been, this, this might be very well be this podcast might very well be my first, like I sat down at my desk and I'm back home. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've been like you two watching a lot of uh, live action because you know, I'm, it's kind of like when you watch and finish an anime and you're kind of just have like, I don't really know what the word for it is, but you just are like, Oh, I'm finished this show. Now what do I do? Like, I don't know where to go next. Cause Mm -hmm. I just, I just finished, um, Oh my god, I can't think of it all of a sudden. Um ah, they just oh, they just good. they just uh changed it. They just did the live action version. I don't know why I can't Bebop? think of it. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I don't know why I blanked. Bebop. Oh, it's all I good. Just, I just finished the anime for the first time because I wanted to watch it before I watched the live action. Sure. And I watched the live action and and I know it got a lot of hate, but honestly, I thought it was pretty good based Dude. on what what they what they did. Um uh, that, I was... that it it's so funny, man, because I gotta tell you, like Cowboy Bebop is like iconic. The music yeah. is is badass. Um so good. You probably understand that Cowboy Bebop uh, does like jazz music. Yeah. Um, um Samurai Shampoo does hip hop, mm-hmm. which is one of my all-time faves as well. So like Bebop Shampoo are like right next to Ghost in the Shell. Um and uh Space Dandy is funk. But the way that they do they like kind of focus on the genres, um 
It is so, oh man, Bebop is, is really something else. Um, what was your favorite episode just out of curiosity? Do you remember? I would pr- uh, probably say the introduction of Ed because Ed was yeah. Ed's all time one of my favorite characters in anime. Totally, I love totally. Ed so much, and mm-hmm. I I really liked what they did with Ed in live action. I'm very upset mm-hmm. we don't get to see more of that. No, just when you I know because I thought they were fantastic. Yes, but yes, yes, it's yes. kind of like I just kind of hit that like I don't know what show to start now because Bebop was just so good. I don't know where to go now. Do you ever go but, like back and re- rewatch? I I haven't. Well, other than my hero, my hero, I think is the only one I've rewatched. God, I can't even tell you how many times now. <laughs> I like dust. I dusted off one that I didn't know was still around. Uh, fortunately, but it was from a again my beginning anime watching days. But yeah, Wolf's, Wolf's Rain. Okay, that one, dude. That one's like pretty dope. Um, it's uh, yeah, and it's funny because you know some of these shows you watch as a kid, they're different when you're you know uh a bit older i was like oh well this is, it's, it's not as sad as i remember like it's it's kind of what you yeah. know not whatever just like it, i'm older now i've experienced more loss as a kid i was like yeah. oh, no kiba you know whatever um but yeah yeah in b but bebop stuck with me I, i'll tell you my favorite episode in that that show was the spelunking episode where uh-huh. they're looking ironically yeah. as i just mentioned earlier for a vcr or a yeah. beta max and uh, because they found Faye Valentine's, it was sent to her, you know, COD. Yeah, the, the, mystery, the mysterious tape. Yep, from her past. Yeah. Like, well, guess mm-hmm. we got to go deep into the layers of the earth, like freaking skin, dead skin, and find <laughs> a shopping mall. You know what I mean? Like, that is literally, like, and the yeah. music was just so hip. And it was so fun to watch them, like, just experience the old dusty, arch- like, our time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was really cool. Yeah, it's it was so good. Um. So I have to ask, mm-hmm. because this is something I ask everybody. So for a long time, you know, and even still now, sometimes I get I get flack from my friends because I like dub over sub just because okay. I like I like to sit and kind of I know I some stuff they say gets lost in translation, whatever. But, you know, that's just kind of what I prefer, just because I like to just watch it instead of have to read and watch at the same time, because sure. apparently I can't keep track of more than one thing at a time. Uh, so I have, I so I have to ask you, you know, what do you have a preference between sub versus dub? Uh, I mean, I, I'll watch what I watch. It's sometimes like during Chernobyl, uh, for instance, watching live action, I prefer to hear the native tongue in sure. animation. It depends. Uh, I feel like there's more liberty there. And I know I, I, it's funny because when I was a kid, I remember being like, oh, I love, you know, subtitles all day long. Yeah. Um, primarily because it's all I could like literally pirate because I was poor and had nothing. You know what I mean? So I would just get what I could get. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, li- it's like, you don't know what you don't know. But also simultaneously, I think uh, like the dubbing industry is something that has, I mean, over the, not even the past like 10 years has just like freaking completely changed. I mean, yeah. things have been constantly and rapidly evolving. And now that there's revenue and there's a, there's uh fan bases are being accessed, not just in English, but, you know, French, German, Russian, you know, uh, Portuguese, Spanish, like um, it's, it's the accessibility to the medium is greater. And even still, even still inside of folks like, you know, probably stateside were like, oh yeah, you know, I prefer the, the subtitles. It's like you, you, when I'm, I mean, I'm working on shows, the translation that you see at the bottom isn't always what's being said right. in Japanese. So even though it's being adapted, it's not quite like you might think, ah, this is the most pure form. It's like, dude, you're still listening to a translator's take on it. So yeah. like, don't get me wrong. Uh, 
I, I think some, I, gosh, I mean, I, I listen to it all the time for my job. So like some of these performances I hear and I'm like, gosh, I can't, I can't not put some of that flavor in there because typically I, I, I will get, I'll hear it. Um, I'll hear whatever energy the actors brought. I'll get intention. I'll see the translation. We'll see finesse, you know, that the line really makes sense contextually, and then we'll give it a go. Um, some actors will prefer to like try to maintain, I guess, like the sort of like tonality, the sing-songiness of like the Japanese, but it is different than English, which is different than Spanish, which is different than French, which is different. Like every language is going to punch different words, different ways sure. to give you that feeling. Um, I, I, I'm, I mean, I can't, I really can't choose because I, I think it's all good. Uh, personally, I, I do enjoy like I said, like when I watch live action, I want to hear the actor that's that's speaking there. But because it's animated, um, I have more like latitude. Like I'll watch things in in uh, I'll watch anime in like German if it's a good dub or Spanish. That's like fair. Spanish Spanish Dragon Ball is really fun. Like uh, the, <laughs> I, dude, I'm I'm being real. Like there's some yeah. things like that that just kill it in other languages. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and you're still seeing the subtitles. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so it's ironic. It's still being dubbed. <laughs> <laughs> like even in Japanese, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's not yeah, like yeah. they're they're not doing prelay. They're they're you know, um, they're animating to the thing as well. But uh, I mean sometimes. But so yeah, that's that's a. I would say, I I watch both and I enjoy both, and I encourage you, uh, class for those of you who are listening out there, enjoy it in whatever way you enjoy it, uh, because we are in fact telling the same story. So you know if it is Romeo and Juliet in Japanese and that's the way you like it, reading subtitles, heck yeah, do it. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. we're going to be doing in English. They're going to be doing in, in you know, uh, German again, like you, you should enjoy it however you want to enjoy it. But yeah, having the liberty to, to not read is really exciting as well. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I like <laughs> kind of just watch it in like a variety of things. It's like whatever I click, man, now there's so many languages. I'm like, let's see what the oh, French dub got. Dude, totally. Like you'll pull up an anime that's got one season. You see 15 entries because it's got all the different language dubs, which is, which is awesome. Dude, it's so good. Yeah, you, you guys. I mean, like, I really can't overstate uh, how important that is. That yeah. people, because now people of all age groups, there are people that are like, you know, uh, grand grand people, grandfather, grand, you know what I mean, grandfathers, grandmothers, right. who mm -hmm. are watching Doctor Stone. I was at a convention recently um, where uh, a guest came up, and they were like, "Yeah, my my grandpa watches Doctor Stone with me." I was like, "For real? Are you sure?" And he comes up, he's like, oh, yeah, that's my favorite. He's got this shirt and he's like, I love that show. He's like, I don't want to read the, the manga. You know what I mean? Because like, and I'm like, okay, okay. Um, but it's because in the dub, they can hear it in a native language and they understand the tonality. Like a lot of folks, yeah, yeah. don't don't have time to, to read the screen, nor is it an accurate, uh, a way for them to enjoy it in the way they want. So yeah, yeah. man, accessibility is important. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So I mentioned that I've had a hard time getting you know, I've got a ton of stuff on my anime to watch list and I've had a hard time getting back in to pick which one to start next. But again, going back to my good friend, Jesse, he recommended the legendary hero is dead. Oh my God. <laughs> he I burned... Did he actually, he or are you did. making that up? <laughs> I'm, I swear. He said, you need to watch the legend. If you're talking to Rico, you need to watch the legendary hero is dead. And I was like, all right, cool. So I, I went through and I think I burned through that in like three, four days. Dude, it was, it's so, so well, you know, good. You know who's a superstar? You are. <laughs> You're a superstar. Look at this sexy <laughs> radish right here. That's amazing. It's missing something though. It is. 
It is. I don't have any tiny stockings to put. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I got this from in Las Vegas over at Omega Mart at Meow Wolf. Awesome. They have these these uh, very seductive radishes. And I was like, well, um, I'm gonna get one for my director, Sean Gann, because like, man, the amount of uh of body thigh humor we had to <laughs> we had to write. So actually, this is a wonderful, wonderful point, kids. Uh think about the the humor one must employ when talking about thighs now now i'll let you know puns puns only work typically uh in in one language you know you have to understand like a play on words like it's not going to translate all the time in japanese to english so like we did work our tail off trying to capture toka scott's um obsession with <laughs> with thighs with, with uh, loose these oh man yeah 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 that's right <laughs> Yeah, he's magic of loose these. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, Rico plays a character with a very specific interest. So just forewarning, just watch this show. And it was, dude, it's fantastic. So for the people out there, all the other <laughs> students who haven't watched it yet, oh my God. why don't you tell us a little bit about, or tell us a little bit about the legendary hero is dead. Okay. I play Toka Scott in the legendary hero is dead. He is the, uh, I'd say protagonist, but he's kind of just like a dude. <laughs> he's a, he's a farmer. You guys, he's just a regular, regular dude farmer re- leading a regular dude life. Uh, he, he thinks his best friend, uh, is, a is, uh, uh, Yuna is uh, smoking hot. She's got the most beautiful thighs in the world. He objectifies the heck out of her. He does care, but man, he is pretty lascivious. He's not a very like uh, relatable type. Maybe some folks. Sorry, sorry guys out there who are like, I I think <laughs> I am Toka Scott. If you are, hey, uh, I hope that you are having a good life and that you you also are seeing regularly someone for your obsession with <laughs> vegetables. Again, as long as you're healthy and happy and, and you're treating people fairly. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I play Toka. He, um, without too, spoiling too much, uh, inadvertently uh, causes the 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 death of uh, the legendary hero played by my good buddy uh, Justin Briner, who plays Izuku Midoriya in My Hero Academia. Ironically, yeah. uh, so once that occurs, you might wonder how he did that. Well, you have to watch episode one and in the first, I think, ten minutes. You'll see. Um, but Toka is then uh, set forth on a journey to <laughs> stumble through. Uh, trying to fill the shoes of the legendary hero. Uh, he doesn't, it's not his job. He doesn't got to do it. But just by uh, a many, many events that occur in the show, uh, you get to see him navigate the world while also trying to utilize his newfound fame uh, for putting uh, sexy stockings on ladies' luscious thighs. It's it's a, yeah, it toes the line, man. I got it as a, as a again, uh, sort of a disclaimer, you guys. Yeah. I've done, I've voiced anime a long time, uh, about 11 years now, 12 years now. And I have done quite a few shows. I've, I've, I've done a show called Conception, where I played a character that had to uh, uh, in, impregnate uh, other <laughs> princesses in order to produce a, a, a fighting uh, child kind of like a Pokemon that comes out, <laughs> like a love ritual. <laughs> yeah, please. If you haven't seen Conception, uh, I, I played the the, the uh, protagonist again in that. I use that that word with a lot of grace. Um, th- there have been many a show where I thought to myself, what exactly is happening right now? <laughs> but for Legendary Hero is Dead, I think you will enjoy the ride. Uh, I just finished 
recording uh, actually it's live now the, the final episode so you can watch the whole season um yeah. and i i i'm finally i was like okay I, i'm starting to learn more about this this guy toka as the time goes by this is one of the few uh shows i haven't read ahead in when i'm playing the the sort of main character so i i've been i've been caught a little by surprise by some things which is really fun because he yeah. is also kind of sorry he's a bit of a dunce he doesn't really know big <laughs> words doesn't know much and nothing really he's just learning as we go but uh i would say he has a heart of gold he doesn't he doesn't he's just uh kind of out for himself but also like there to have a good time again he does he does care about his friends but if you're in the way between him and uh a sexy sexy lady uh and he's got a pair of stockings in his hands you will find yourself flattened by a giant radish and so uh, yeah I, it's hard to kind of talk around it but yeah you guys it's it's a fun romp it is pretty like i said body and, and uh uh lascivious but um it's it's a treat it's a fun ride and uh, uh toka scott is not a complete you know yes but like <laughs> you know he kind of he kind of is a, a fucking asshole <laughs> <laughs> so but you'll enjoy it you'll enjoy it yeah i mean it definitely is a show that doesn't take itself too seriously but it's sure. kind of like a kind of like a good stupid fun kind of um the way that uh sean the director sean gan put it for me he was like man you always play these like heroes and like noble guys and like really like intense like you know hero types i wanted to give you a break <laughs> <laughs> and give you someone who's just you know like pretty pretty not clownish not foolish necessarily he just is because it's the way he doesn't give you know you don't give a care uh yeah. which is is fun sometimes it's fun to have someone like that but again if you watch the story you'll understand there's there's more to it i think the manga is taking a break right now but there is quite a bit of story so uh if there is a season two but you bet you bet you're gonna see some some hot hot radish action very nice so yeah <laughs> you i mean you mentioned you know you usually are playing these big heroic characters how was it going from doing that to doing the basically a complete 180 uh fun it was very yeah. liberating but i was cautious because the first thing i did when I, I do my research on the show um i like there was a lot of hate for this character because he is quite misogynistic like right out of the gate he doesn't really care he's objectifying people left and right you know he's like just kind of like a little bit of a skis or not even a little bit he's like outwardly just kind of like that and don't get me wrong i'm play you know I'm an actor. I'll perform. I'll do the darn thing. You know, like sure. I'll trust that the writing is good because we're yeah. we're headed to a place. Just because you met a character at this current state, if it's a good story, they're not going to be anything like they are once you meet them initially. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's going to be an evolution. There's going to be a change. So, sure. I do not expect Toka Scott to go through. I think there's some core elements to him that will always remain, which will make it, have you know, a fun thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I think we know people in our lives that maybe they've changed over the years, but then all of a sudden they're like. Eh, boobs or whatever you're like oh great there you are <laughs> hey man the guy i met in I, I knew since middle school you know what i mean right um but but i do i do think playing this kind of character was a nice respite it really did i felt at liberty just to like we did a lot of improv in the booth like having fun with different lines like because again in this in this particular kind of like comedy um uh the comedic moments are like they they have to ring and you can't, they can't be too translated because it's, it's different than it is in the Japanese, you know, sure. uh, the punchline in saying it in Japanese just doesn't hit the same way it does in English. So I think this uh, Legendary Heroes Dead is a good example of how uh, a dub can, can really serve up for, for a non, you know, native or for a native speaker, 
um, a story that's more accessible and yeah. more funny, to be honest, like just, um, I mean, not, I'm not, no comparison because I love my, my say you, and I'm, I'm sure it's an amazing job because you get the jokes in the Japanese, but like really like just knocking those jokes out of the park. It, it takes, there's a finesse inside of each language. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, I mean, I guess for comparison, you know, to me, I kind of felt like it's not going as hard to one way, like Mineta from my hero, but it's definitely not going hard the other way, like Denji from Chainsaw Man. I think, I think Toka kind of falls right in the middle where he's not really too far one way or other. It's, it's kind of, kind of a little bit creepy, but not, not super creepy, like creepy and kind of like a, a harmless way, kind of but kind of he, not really yeah he there is a nobility to him i don't want to say yeah. too much like there, there oh, is sure. a, like he definitely is not doing uh he's not trying to hurt anyone you know what i mean yeah. i think is the thing he's not like intending harm uh but yeah there is there's definitely a you know issues of like you brought up Manetta. that's uh brina palencia my dear friend literally yeah, yeah. the person that like got me working in anime since the the, the four four times um plays Manetta. And when the first time I heard Mineta and I heard that list come out, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, what a creative, fun choice. Yeah. Because I can't wait for the the, the My Hero time skip where Mineta is like in a three-piece suit. And he's very, very, very charismatic and very, very sweet to women. He's like debonair and charming. Oh, man. Because he was a total jerk his whole, you know what I mean? Like in his, yeah. his childhood. He's still wearing the diaper, oddly. But like, you know, I, this is this is like, this to me is like, yes, I'm, I'm grape shot. I got, you know, <laughs> um, Anyway, yeah, these these are the things that, that kind of swim around in my mind are like how these characters evolve and change. And I think for 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 Toka, he definitely does not um, he's not shy away from letting you know what he likes and what he's yeah, about. And there's something sure. there's something very honest about a person like that who's hard on their sleeve, who's like, well, if there's no thighs here, I'm out of here. Like, what am I even doing here? You'd know, rather <laughs> you guys want to go like eat a pizza or something because like if you're not gonna get naked and show me your thighs, I don't care. Like straight up you're like okay dude well then yeah. go to the go to the whatever strip club like do your thing he's like i ain't got no money like so <laughs> there's there's he's very very honest and so there is something about like the 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 honest idiot that it's really fun because yeah. he does learn he does learn sure. yeah, yeah he's, he's a very simple man with simple tastes See that? thank you yes simple man <laughs> simple tastes yes exactly <laughs> so we've talked a little bit about my hero i mean it, it seems like there's quite like a little mini reunion of my hero uh, voices on the show how is that kind of you know um does that happen a lot where you've got people from other shows that you're mingling with on more than one show oh yeah when when sean you know uh i was like who's the hero as we were working because in the japanese i think um the seiyu that played toka also played uh shion so they just did like you know the lighter timbre and sort of made it more light and and then you know he's like well but, but even then i chose a more uh kind of like rough and rough and gruff kind of approach to like Toka because he's, he's yeah. kind of he's a guy, farmer guy. Um, but in the Japanese, uh, they had the same actor playing both roles. Uh, Sean, I think I really enjoy that Shion is in fact a different person, um, even though they occupy, well, spoilers, they occupy the same body. <laughs> if you haven't watched the show, I'm sorry, you'll see. They're both in the same. Anyway, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Well, so kind of, kind of. Correct. Yes. They, they so you got to watch to find out. You got to yes. watch to, to understand what, what Chris and I are talking about. But uh, what I was going to say was, um, <clears throat> I think hearing Justin, uh, because usually I record first, getting to hear him particularly toward the ending episodes was, was a treat uh, because there, there's a lot. There's a lot of hearts. 
as you know, Mirio and Midori and My Hero have a lot together. I've also worked with Justin on uh, quite a few shows. Uh, Grimgar of Ashes and Illusions. I play Haruhiro, the thief, and he plays uh, Monato, the, the priest. Uh, another close kind of brotherly relationship. We you know, uh, have a fraternal-like relationship in My Hero. And then this one as well, it feels like there's a there's a mentorship sort of relationship. It's really sweet. Uh, oh my God, Alexis Tipton, who plays Yuna, is literally like, one of the most funny people. Uh, she's like, okay, so you see Alexis, you're like, ah, here's this beautiful, talented woman. She probably doesn't have like, maybe at least just exterior shows. If you're like uh, judging a book by its cover, you're like, no, no, mm -hmm. she's in a way that she could like, you know, just be body and, and, and nasty, but like, oh my God, like when you, <laughs> when we're, when we're laughing and joking and we're on a, on a tear, dude, like we, yeah. she is like, will constantly bust me up into stitches uh, laughing. So when I found out she was cast as Yuna, the best friend, I was like, oh my God, this is <laughs> because it really opens the, the, the possibility, uh, particularly when you're recording first, uh, cause you're operating in a vacuum and you can't hear your yeah. partner. Yeah. I can hear though. I've worked with Alexis long enough to know that if I tee up something like she'll, she'll, you know, clobber that thing out of the park. So, <laughs> um, yeah, similarly, um, uh, Michelle Rojas, the dear friend of mine. So just like, just trying to make her laugh as a treat. A lot of, yeah, I got a lot of, a lot of pals in the show. Yeah, uh, Ian Sinclair, you know what I mean? Um, again, I don't want to spoil too much, but plays a, a necromancer, but um, he's, he's wonderful. So anytime you get to, to take your, your friends who are already funny and cut them loose in a world where they can just be as funny, like as, you know, chew the scenery. I'm like, let's, yeah. let's go. <laughs> so if you had to pick a favorite character, maybe even not one, maybe other than Toka, who would you pick as your favorite character? In Legendary Heroes Dead? Yeah. Uh huh. Oh man. You know who <laughs> I, I like? And this is weird. I every time they come on, I sort of like have to take a step. And this is a weird selection. My friend Britt Lotta uh plays a character. Um, and again, it's like kind of spoiler-ish, but like uh they are a character who interacts with Toka and has like they, they fight, they interact, but also then the relationship changes dramatically. And you don't see this character very often, but it's very poignant and sweet. And um, it's hard to talk around it, <laughs> but like, uh, I'll just, can I say it? I'm going to say it. Okay. So if you haven't watched the show, go watch it now and then come back to this. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so tag in, starting now, spoilers. So uh, Britt plays a character who is a, a thief that tries to uh, take advantage of uh, uh, Marguerite. Uh, which is uh, played by Danny Chambers wonderfully. Um, this character, uh, kind of like Toka, starting off as like a street tough, winds yep. up owing their, like, is going to die if Toka does not succeed at uh, his quest. Um, Britt plays it so, uh, like, there's there's a somberness to it, but also like a sweetness. I wanted to see more of this character. And you know, that's that's the sign of a cool character is when yeah. they might just get a little bit of screen time, but you're like, what is their story? What is... What is going on with them? And I, they again, they start off as it seems like as just a character that's kind of around to like cause some havoc. Yeah. But later on in the story, like they they come in clutch. And I think one of the sweetest things that their character says to Toka is um, when they realize that they're going to, they're like on they're they're on death's door. Uh, they kind of like go, well, I knew this was going to end at some point. Like they already have accepted their fate because they've been risking their life every day they take uh, like an item, like a crystal that's that was like their most prized possession. They're like, hey, if you're yeah. going to be the one that's supposed to save everyone, do this. 
Because if I'm going to die, you need to have the best shot. So even, and that, that, I don't know, man, that, that like gets my heart when there's like the noble thief who's like, yeah. just trying to get by and trying to live. But then at the same time goes, well, game respects game. If I'm out and this is what it is, uh, I, it's like not necessarily like a, an honored debt, but like kind of, it's yeah. like, no, no. Well, like if we look out for each other, we look out for each other here. I, I don't know. It gets me, it gets me emotional, man. I love, I love characters like that. That's a good one. Cause I know who you're talking about. And that one at first I was like, man, that character is the worst. Right. You know, right. Toward, exactly. Toward the, like, what, the traitor. Right. And like, yeah, I'm going to look him up real fast. Here, but at yeah, the end I was like, okay. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Cause that's how I, the character, they had kind of a redemption for themselves, you know, again, kind of spoiling, kind of not, but it, that was, that was good. That's good. Um, what about your least favorite character? Like character, My... you, character you love to hate. <laughs> oh man, I guess this has got a crummy. I feel bad because uh, <laughs> what is it? Um, the the character I'm thinking of is the is the freaking mayor. And don't get me wrong, he's like <laughs> super super supportive, right? Um, kind of. Me, I would. Well, he is. He's really like. Yeah. He actually. He also comes in clutch. But at the, uh, again, so we already said the spoiler thing, but you guys, this guy's literally like, uh, Princess Marguerite, uh, you'll show, you'll, you'll take off your clothes and show us your stockings. Won't you? I'm like, you're the mayor, dude. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is the princess. You can't do that just because like, I don't know, not that the, the, the legendary hero has any, any say to do that as well, but like, right. you're, you're a politician, sir. You got people trying to vote for you. I was like, irate because i'm like what stop this the people will not <laughs> like but then at the end i literally uh again spoilers abound but toka you know after he saves ostensibly everything um the the all these uh sexy ladies are surrounding toka and uh the, the mayor's like i hooked you up kid don't worry like all these ladies they want to they want to see you in private if you know what i mean and uh, Toka's like, oh my God, you really are a mayor of the people. Like, he's like so happy. <laughs> he's like, you are also a perv. So finding, it's like, I think that's a theme in Legendary Hero is Dead, is that like finding your community, specifically uh, perverts that like different fetishes like thigh fetish. <laughs> but anyway, this or guy- like, Or yeah. like Yuna's dad. We don't even- we Or Yuna's dad. We could it's talk about like, him yeah, for a I'd long be time. like, yeah, played wonderfully by <laughs> my pal, Eric Vale. Yeah. He was like, I couldn't believe it when I saw he was, I was like, you're putting, <laughs> what? Because he's like, you know, super sweet, awesome guy, but also like just a, a righteous sense of humor. He's like so yeah. good. Eric is funny as anyway. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, man. Um, it's a good team. I'm excited. Hopefully we get to we get another season. I'm excited to really now that I have an understanding really of like the world and we sort of world built to the point where we get what's happening. The folks that are around that enjoy the show understand are aware of it now. And it's yeah. not trying to be something it's not. Mm -hmm. Um, it's literally a person who is very comfortable with themselves trying to traverse the world and, and just do them, which pretty, I mean, admirable if you think about it. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, I don't want to keep you any longer. So um, do you want to take a few minutes now to kind of just plug whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, whatever you're working on? Oh, sure, man. Uh, well, I'm not sure when this is airing, but uh, I'm headed out to MetroCon uh, this weekend out in Tampa, Florida, the, one of my favorite anime conventions. 
Uh, they do a, a LARPing event there, which that's oh, the nice. first time I've ever done live action role-playing, man. Uh, the last time we did it, we did a, a group called Oops All Rogues. So we did 25 <laughs> rogues that just ran through backstabbing the ever-living shit out of everything. It that's was wonderful. Awesome. This time we're going to do Oops All Wizards. But the thing about LARPing, you guys, if you know this, you have to say the whole spell. So just imagine 25 people with their little uh, sack of, of seeds, because that's what you have to throw. Your pack is your spell. And you have yeah. like 25 people all saying, you know, uh, I convocate from the heavens, fireball from the wind, or I call for, I conjure from the deep below the ice. So you just hear like all these monologues being shouted at you. And you're like one lonely orc with a shield. You're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like for all these stuff. So just get, we're going to nuke just a ton of orcs. It's going to be great. Um, excited to do that this weekend. Uh, following that, uh, real quickly, if I can take a look, cause I got to remember what the heck is happening in my life. Uh, following that, uh, is Otakon at the end of uh, July, which is going to be, uh, in Washington, DC, another wonderful convention. I think mentioned uh, Cowboy Bebop earlier. Um, I was very fortunate to sit between, um, Bo and, and Steve who play, uh, Jet and Spike respectively. Um, that's and it was fantastic. just wild, man. Like, yeah, that's like awesome. Yeah, yeah. They're like next to me and my buddy Zeno. And uh Zeno plays Hawks and My Hero, among many other things, beautifully. Yeah. And we're sitting there next to each other, like, this is kind of surreal, isn't it? And then we did a uh like a, a voice actors of color uh panel with Bo. And I remember I was like, I remember when you know Jet Black, like Jet Black is like black. Did you know that? Like, no way, really? <laughs> Dude, it was like, no, but like that's real, man. That's like yeah. super inspirational. But anyway, I'll leave. That's like a whole nother topic for another um, podcast at some point. But um, yeah, so uh, MetroCon this weekend at the end of the month of July, uh, it'll be uh, Otacons. Hope I see you there. Um, please keep an eye out for Blue Lock. We have a movie coming, uh, focusing on our, our buddy Nagi, played by uh, Bryson Bogus. Uh, it's going to be very exciting. We have season two coming, which is going to be fantastic. Keep an eye out for Blue Lock events wherever you are. I'll try to show up to them. Um, Legendary Hero, possibly Dr. Stone, new season. Uh, My Hero, whenever that's you know it's, uh, dropping next time. Um, holy smokes. Uh, that time I got reincarnated. Slime, Black Clover movie, please watch. Uh, if you haven't seen uh, the Slime movie, uh, Scarlet Bond, it's wonderful. There's so much, dude. There's so much. Oh, video games. Uh, if you play Fire Emblem Engage, I play Pandreo. Uh, make sure you respect him from from healer to to wizard. Speaking of wizards, uh, sorcerer because he mm -hmm. he does way better like that. The party priest. Um, oh, that's for all the the fans out there. And then, um, gosh, man, I have some other games in queue, but I I feel like I'm I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about any of them. But that's, you'll hear from okay. me. Uh, watch me on Twitch. It's just my name, Rigo Fajardo. Uh, at Twitch, I'm probably going to stream tonight, uh, um, and I'm trying to be more more uh, constant. The game of choice right now for me is Diablo 4, uh, where my buddy Gabe Kunda plays Anarius, so it's very exciting to hear him up there. Uh, but yeah, you guys, thank you so much for listening. And again, if you need any updates, feel free to just you know shoot me a message if you want to know what's, what's going on in my life. I'm happy to respond when I can. Right on. Well, uh, we'll plug a little bit ourselves as well. You can check us out on geek-network.com. Find all sorts of nerd news, reviews, news about the podcast, all sorts of good stuff there. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at GeeksAZ, Geek Network on Facebook. I'm CD is Weird on Instagram. And if you like the show, please leave a review and tell your friends because word of mouth is our friend. And remember, kids, to always go beyond, stay weird, and always geek responsibly. Class is dismissed. Goodbye.